0: well yeah but but to be at the mercy of all of this technology
1: but from people whose faces you never see no what i think you could see the further that humans move away from what humans dna was wired to do which was to hunt and gather and basically just protect your family and remember people lived in Little cabins miles away from other people. They weren't stacked on top. You very, very rarely, a couple hundred years ago, even ran into anyone else. And so the technological world they've moved us into, people are not evolving fast enough, which is why... The guys at the top, the Yuval Noah Harari's, the Elon Musk, and they talk about re-engineering humans and splicing their DNA and putting chips in their head because the only way you're going to fit into this crazy world that they're building and evolving fast enough to live in it is they have to modify you now because humans still are not wired. Like you said with your grandfather, Willie Carolla, he would have a goal. He'd go out that day, you work really hard, and you come back with your prize. In his case, he would get cash, and he'd go to the grocery store and buy food. The generation before him would go out in the woods. That was their work for the day. They'd kill a deer and come back.
0: Or, or maybe not. Or maybe not kill a deer, <coughs> and well, therefore yeah. get up the next morning and really look for right, a deer. And right. then eventually, if they couldn't find a deer, they'd be eating gourds. But right. either way, either way, they were in direct contact with what their goal was right and right now we you're filtered two three four five maybe eight hundred friggin steps away from whatever's making all this work oh that yeah you have no control over no Other every day plugging up. it in the wall yeah. over there, every okay, day it's another problem
1: right well and they can cut off your ad revenue i mean somebody yes you know, i'll talk about it eventually but yeah. somebody you know in this network just got screwed but i you know ted kaczynski who wrote industrial society and its future back in 1995 talked about just this and what it is is the battle between technology and humanity, and technology will win because technology's end logical conclusion is to destroy humanity. And what we're losing is really human autonomy. And yes. as you can see, people think I, I run into a lot of them people that work for Instacart. They they were a school teacher before COVID. Then COVID, they started doing this. Then they were making sixteen hundred a week, and they said that's more I make as a teacher, so I'm not going to go back. They f- believe they're going out there and they have their own job or business but you don't have your own business. You're at the whim of Instacart. The customers are not yours. The jobs that come to you are not and yours. The food isn't yours. Yeah. It's your delivery. Well, and, and all of a sudden, they get cut off or they go from making 400 a day down to... I ran into a couple people today when I went to the grocery store. They told me that they struggle to make $100 a day on Instacart now. They just sit in the parking lot for three, four hours and no jobs are coming in. yet they see other shoppers is going in meaning instacart is throttling you they're sending jobs to some people and not to other people so i said well what are you going to do i mean you can't go from making 16 1700 a week to 500 like how and and a lot of them don't know what to do because they just spent the last two years of their life sitting in that parking lot working for instacart yeah. most of these people just end up now downloading doordash they so try to bounce around to yeah. different gig apps but um if you're not necessarily skilled you're not going to go find a job making fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars $1,600 anymore? You know,
0: the the most I think the most um, time sensitive factor of this whole human situation is that the clock is ticking in such a way that With one more full generation of people, meaning your son's age group, once he reaches fruition, meaning say he's thirty, basically, this world that you and I are talking about before about my oh, it'll be a race. That will almost yeah. That will right. That will almost be, anyone who talks about that will be put in an insane asylum if we open them again. In other words, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That's like you and me talking about cavemen. Actually, that's probably a good analysis. We're, talk, we're talking we're talk about, about cowboys. Cavemen. We're talking about
1: cowboys. Well, I was yeah. saying cowboys, yeah. but
0: put it this way. For the next generation, for you and me talking about my grandfather, for them, it would be like cavemen. Weren't those like cavemen? Yeah.
1: Like that's how far away it will be oh, yeah. you know, for, for for the reality of the world that they live right. in. Right. Well, if you, if you talk to people, because I, I always say I was the last generation to not grow up with the internet in my pocket. So I didn't have a smartphone until I was in my twenties. So I don't think we got a computer and, and mom was just talking about it the other day that because she was in telecom, she was one of the first people right. she knew that bought a home computer. And she was telling me that you and your sister really weren't even into it. Like I tried to plug it into the old uh, dial up AOL internet. You guys would go on there once in a while, but she didn't really care. And so, uh, but yeah, if you start to talk to people about pre-internet in their house, that's like cavemen to people born today or born in the last 20 years, really. so, So, linking
0: that technological phenomenon in comparison to the analog world that i grew up in and will continue on that's why i'm a dinosaur literally i ain't changing i mean like it was a big thing for me to get a 4g phone i mean like i almost like had a, like had to get like a blood pressure check. but you
1: see how at the end they won they engineered you into it how do they do it well, how do just- they do it they stop making the 3G. See, yeah. it's just like with oh, a. Yeah. It just would be with the like self-driving job. electric right. vehicles. People go, I'll never get one. You right. go, well, when uh, they get rid of all the other cars, and they say you have no choice. I that's how the they the engineer
0: it. Look, when they when they stop making oxygen, I guess I'm going to have to breathe methane or something. You don't Maybe have to worry about that.
1: Thing. They're just going to tax the carbon. <laughs> the uh, breath. No, there's this really interesting story poor Will, that this poor this, Willie. this poor guy poor Willie. no well i'll tell you this we made a this maggie and i made a decision that i've talked about on the show the way we're actually going to raise him what we're going to be focused on and one of the reasons why we're homeschooling Wait, is wind we are going to raise him don't worry but we're going to raise him from everything from amish to computer programming uh-huh. because by the time he is now if you meet some of these truly homeschooled kids They're 13 years old. You'd think they're 18 years old. They're just so much more intelligent. So by the time he's 13, 14... Look, he may decide, I want to put a brain chip in my head and go live inside of the metaverse. Well, that's his decision if he decides that's what he's going to do. He may decide, I'm going to grow an Abe Lincoln beard and go live with the Amish and churn butter. But I think to be a responsible parent in today's world, not being able to predict what everything is going to look like 15 years from now, because once in the next couple of years when technology hits exponential growth, it will look completely different 5 years, 10 years from now. But if you're going to raise your kid and teach him everything from uh, how to survive like the Amish and like a hunter uh, and giving them those skills if they decide they want to be like Ted Kaczynski and live in the woods, but also teaching them the Internet and computers as a tool for computer programming and things of that nature. Now you've given them such a wide yeah, range of to skills, you, right, to when you they turn example. 13, 14, 15, they Correct. can decide which Correct. direction they want Correct. to go in, you because you can't raise them totality. What you just
0: yeah. described, that your son will be in a minority, which is cool, it's a great minority to be in, because you're giving him survival skills. What I'm saying is he's going to be surrounded by other kids who, for one reason or another, have never been given that alternative, that opportunity yeah. to move the whole spectrum well, that, that's, from
1: survival that, to yeah, yeah. technology. Well, that's part of the reason why we'll be hanging out with the homeschool co-op kids because we found out here... There's such a large group, and so Maggie's doula, Alyssa, and her husband, uh, Chad, they have three kids. Uh-huh. So they've been part of, they've always homeschooled from day one, but they're part of what's called a co op. So there's a hundred other families in that co op. And so, uh, and all the, like her, uh, her husband, Chad, he is the head mechanic at a Volkswagen dealership. So they brought all these kids in for like a week, and they learned how to take engines apart. So that a lot of the parents that have special skills, the kids, That's you know, cool. by the time they're 10 That's years old, they've shot. been introduced to yeah. 15 different uh, right. industries. So. Right.
0: We, did, I mean, like, we used to do that, like, with Cub Scouts, remember? Yeah. Like, we would go to different of the dads businesses and learn a little remember when i took you guys all tour the police station yeah you know like that was like my thing i could bring all the kids and show them what happens when you're a bad guy type of thing but yeah i think that's a great i think that that's just that's just human that's human nature that's like you take Indians, I mean, you know, they took their friggin' kid out and you finally make your bones when you kill whatever you got to kill, you know, lion, a tiger, a bear, or a buffalo, whatever, you know, that's the way it should be because that's the progression of growth, you know, of adulthood. And unless there are people that still believe in it, there will be no one left to teach that.
1: Right. Exactly
0: I mean, once we lose those who like if you fast forward your son if he if you go through the process that you described and he has a kid, he'll probably do the same thing, but other kids won't, so now that like now that's like completely gone, yeah, because we've lost it, we've lost that connection,
1: no, I would say, yeah, it's the vast minority, but it you know it's interesting too, because we talk to other parents that are more. You know, they hand their kid an iPad when they're in the grocery cart just to shut them up. Yes. And then they... Uh, That's what I saw. You know, then they, they bring the them home and they, they... Yeah, they bring them home and hook them up to the video yeah. game so they'll leave them alone. Yeah. But it's funny, some of those people, because I'll, I'll get in conversations with them and I don't... I just... I'm always like... Sucking intelligence out of people. So what I find with those, a yeah, lot of that's them. That's why I'm here. I, I, well, I find a lot of them. You no, know, and I'll talk to them, and, and I go, "Oh, really? Yeah." And they go, "Yeah, but you know what? My one son, Dave, the little son of a bitch, he won't play the games. He's always sneaking out the back, trying to play in the yeah, woods. We bull, tell, them, don't go outside. We tell, them, yeah, we tell him, yeah. don't go outside. There's bad people out there, and we try to get him back in. There's but, animals and, so,
0: there's, and there's air out there. So too. see there's there, air. Stay away from the air.
1: But see, there's still something in some people's DNA that's wired to actually be out there in the natural world. Maybe that's
0: that's the way it's supposed to be. Maybe it's supposed to be just a minority of potential leaders. I mean, maybe we're not supposed to have, out of a population of 100 people, if 94 of them were all destined to be leaders, we would kill each other. So maybe, like the alphas or the intellectual alphas, whether they be physical or intellectual, Maybe there's only supposed to be like a, a moderate amount, like one out of every thousand. That's maybe the way you know George Patton ended up where he was. You know, he didn't uh, have to kill all the uh, people uh, to un- get a job. Yeah. But
1: unfortunately, what happens? Unfortunately, what happens now though is leader is synonymous with a wolf because I think most of the people that want to rise up, like being a wolf that wants power, versus being, say, a benevolent leader. You end up in the same place because anyone who, like say myself, who rises up to be a leader realizes the system is so corrupt, and on top of it, let's be honest, the the 99% of people that you want to lead and help are a bunch of sheeple assholes. So when you get to the top, you go, fuck it, I'll screw these people because I'm wasting my time trying to save a bunch of people that don't want to be saved or trying to wake up a bunch of people that like to be asleep. But to to be a leader... You do need
0: to be powerful because the challenge to that leader will, will come one way or another. And though power was not the reason that the leader became a leader, power is an element of what he would need to continue to I've lead never, because he will be challenged he will be challenged and and, and the challenge will come you know whether it's uh, intellectual or physical or you know take whatever uh, avenue you want he will need a way to overcome and that power could be and will be challenged but could be intellectual power it could be physical power it could be obstinance it could be persistence, but, he, but there would have to be a part of that person's makeup that would say I'm going, I know I'm right, I'm bringing these people with me and I need to power my way through it, put it that way to a certain extent. Those who just want power Say like a Fauci, or you know, I a say Biden like anyone, politician. everyone, politician, you know, every politician everyone. wants power. Oh, everyone! Why would you want to be a politician unless you want
1: no, power? The only people who rise to power are the ones who want power. No one rises to power mm. that does not want power. Right. It's imbo- and, and everyone,
0: right. like a fool. Well, and
1: and right. everyone who wants to be left alone that's an individualist that just says, leave me alone, let me live my life, they don't end up in positions of power. So in the, someone's homeowner association, the crazy lady who walks around yelling at people about planting their flowers too close to the curb, yep. she's the president of the homeowners that's association because she wanted to be president of the homeowners association right. and she wanted reason, to break people's balls right. about the their answer. flowers. Right. So, and
0: not only that, when, when, the people that are real sick that have power? Okay, like the president of the Homeowners Association. (laughs) She may have nothing against flowers, but there was nothing to do that day to exert her power. She could find no other productive reason. So she picked on the fucking flowers to prove, to continue to prove to herself that she has power. That's all it is. And that's what masks were all about. And that's what friggin' mandates were all about. That's what this game was all about. To show how powerful Lori Lightfoot is, the lesbian black dwarf mayor of friggin' Chicago with the highest friggin' crime rate in the world, okay, she wants power, okay, and the power, because she's a dwarf, because she's black, because she's a lesbian, and because she's crazy, the power is what she lives for. Some people live to see yeah. their grandchildren, some because they like the ocean and swim, some people well, that, like to the fish. They're, these are the group of people that like friggin' power.
1: Period. Well, th- well, that's why those people are installed into those positions. Because yeah, the who pe- votes for No, no, because the elites above them, the people that own somebody like Lori Lightfoot, want her there because they know when they want to institute a worldwide COVID high school land theater yeah, production, that someone it. like her yeah. will gladly get on board. Yeah. See, a lot of what we were talking about before, too, yeah. was... Uh, I was talking about the money that that trickles down. See, the guys at the top have to create buy-in. So we've been doing a lot of work here on the climate hustle and uh, all the documents out of the UN where they admit that the CO2 pollution is fake and they admit that they're never going to end oil and gas and they admit they don't have the resources to build solar panels and EV cars and everything to replace it. But what happens is when they create this whole 25-year climate hustle grift industry which it is there's now tens of millions of people worldwide who work in the industry and then their families rely on them to bring home food and then Correct. their cousin. Right. those before you know it there's 187 million people part of a fake industry Correct. but they created buy-in so now those people go along with it right. just like COVID you might not believe right. it's real the, but you sell masks at your grocery store and you make $10,000 a week way, so now you're in you're the in the on only, the game
0: the only way that works works is if you have the political power to fool the masses to provide the revenue that's necessary to keep the grift the scam going because you've got to feed these people become part of the program by by hanging carrots in front of them we'll give you this contract we'll give you that contract we'll give you this job we'll give you that job so you really really need to control the masses so this whole like infrastructure one trillion dollar infrastructure bill well that that's the prime example of what you're talking about yeah oh in that infrastructure bill there's all this fucking green, you know, green yeah. climate bullshit, which is nothing but a scam. Because my, I've told you before, my goal, if there is ever any way to possibly have a chance of informing the public, and I don't mean the the upper echelon of those who pay attention i mean the majority of 75 percent of the people that don't have a friggin' clue not because they're bad people not because they're stupid people but because they're busy surviving they're living for their kids and this and that is a program a show i mean you know you see like there's jeopardy and you know uh, who can sing this song and know that voice and dancing with the stars and all this shit that attract people A show uh, with two people, one on one side one on the other, and they debate an issue, an issue that's extremely important so that all of the facts come out, so that people hear both sides of the story and realize how ridiculous, say for instance, climate the climate shit that we're going have the facts come out that you guys are scamming people and you're ripping them off and you're charging so much for energy that will never be around that you haven't built enough solar yeah. panels that you will never build enough wind farms that wind farms take up too much land they kill too many friggin birds they create too much problems yeah people don't know this and and right. the thing is it's working against us every day that goes by that people don't know because they keep buying in buy into it they're buying into it and the more they buy into it i I agree with you we reach a point we reach a point of 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 no return we reach a point where too many people have bought into it Take the bottle and can bottles and cans bottles and cans cycling recycling you see what's happening with recycling Only fucking mongoloids sit there and fucking wash their cans and bottles and sort them out and put them here and there and left and right and They right admit
1: and left 90% of the stuff goes into the landfill anyway. I know that. I'm just saying yeah. they, they sold that. Yeah.
0: But it failed because a lot of people like me woke up. I used to take every friggin' beer can and soda can, bring them in my dark room, and wash every one of them out. Do you realize that every 12 ounce can of. A beer or water, I'd probably spend 15 or 20 or 30 or 15 or 20 ounces of water run through it to fill it to turn it upside yeah. down, to pour the water out. So now when I got all through and I had a bag full of 12-ounce can- cans, you know how many gallons of water I just took <laughs> out of my friggin' well <laughs> to wash those? Now yeah. what's worth more? The nickel, the can that they stole from me to begin with, that I'm just getting back. I'm not getting i am not yeah. getting anything. It's like your taxes. Or all the water, the yeah. water, which is most important, it's the life survival yeah. element, all the water I just wasted washing out yeah. the stupid soda can. Yeah. It's uh,
1: yeah. and people buy into that. they they, they don't think through. well, shit. what what happens is they get a large number of people to buy into it. and then they get another large percentage of people, whether it's climate change, it's uh, soda cans. It's COVID land, the high school theater production. They get a large percentage of people who just end up giving in because you become desensitized to it. So finally, you just pull up the mask and you walk in the store because you don't feel like getting in a fight with the guy that you yelled at last week. Mm -hmm. And they count on that. But they literally will stand there, the government people, the elites, and they'll keep pointing up at the sky and telling you it's neon green and you'll say no it's blue and they'll say it's neon green it's neon green and before you know it this 40 percent of people that know it's blue just go yeah you know what it's neon green let me go in the grocery store i gotta go shopping leave me alone
0: you know why one, because the neon green guy that's saying it is getting paid for saying it and or is mentally ill, <laughs> okay? And the other people are just, they don't have the time to put up with the bullshit. Well, I, so t- that's what it is. Well, I tell this story all the time. and so i re- blue, People that are saying, no, yeah. it's blue. They're not getting paid for saying that it's blue. Yeah. They're just telling you it's blue. I'm going shopping, this guy is blue. The neon green guy that's persistent, that keeps following yeah. him in yeah. and telling him, he's getting fucking paid Oh, yeah, yeah. No. like the people you just yeah. talked about, yeah. uh, all of the jobs that are c- yeah. given up. You put up a windmill, well, you know, and it's a high-paying yeah. union job. You'll be making $38 an hour to put up a fucking windmill. Guess where the windmills come from? Guess where we get the turbines from? Country called China. You ever hear of China? You don't know anything about China, do you? No, they make more than Chinese food. No, they're going to own the fucking world in, like, two years. But, you know, we get our uh, turbines
1: yeah. from them. You want to put up more of them? Give yep. them more of your money? Yeah, that's that's how stupid people are. No, I tell the the story all the time. I remember specifically watching television back when the BLM the Black Lives Matter riots kicked off with the Michael Brown incident. And Don this is back when reporters used to still at least pretend to be on the ground reporting, and Don Lemon was standing on the street and behind him the literally fire. like buildings were burning down. <laughs> no, he and, no,
0: and, no and he stood there and he goes hey, no, I'm here in a peaceful that's protest. A that's a peaceful That's famous
1: clip that I mean was, 2 Fox plus must 2 must show, yeah.
0: show that yeah. at
1: least once yeah. every 2 or 3 weeks but I remember he got hit in the head that night it was like the first night that he got hit in the head with a glass bottle like a oh. beer bottle the next night it they had him. He, no, he was in the. They had like a shark, Uh-oh. the a diver shark cage, <laughs> and he was in there reporting, still <laughs> telling people that he was at a peaceful protest. Right. It's, it reminds me of um, some kind of a, a comedy movie or something with like yeah, Leslie compar- Nielsen. Yeah. We're behind him is yeah. football, but he's yeah. announcing a baseball game. Yeah. And then until you believe that you're watching the baseball game, <laughs> that's what these guys do. They sit there and they go two plus two is five, two plus two is five, until all the normal people just. Say fine, yeah. Two plus two is that, five. I have to like go. Like I
0: say, he's getting paid for the guy yeah. with the green sky is getting paid. Yeah, for those being are the propaganda over and over yeah. and over. that's his job. Those are the propaganda. We'll, we will give you 14 million dollars a year to say the sky is green. That's all we want you to do every day. Get on TV and say the sky is green. Eventually, we will convince the blue sky people probably eight million of those. And then, once we convince them, guess what? We could sell them. Covid shots, (laughs) masks, (laughs) masks.
1: All right. Well, anyway, we got to wrap up. uh, Is there anything else uh, you want to share with this audience today? Anything? Uh, What kind of depends do you wear? What brand is that? One question. None Uh, of this
0: was taped. Yeah, this was. uh, I thought we were just bullshit. (laughs) You said
1: this was a warm-up, and we are not sponsored by Heineken on this show, folks. But I do have to remind (laughs) you. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review and a comment over there, folks. If you'd like to leave a donation, it's donorbox.org slash Show, or you can join Payne.tv slash gold. You can join The Basic or The Hotwire. You get the ad-free video version to this podcast, The Dustin Gold Standard, as well as the Thomas Payne Podcast, and access to a like-minded group of individuals on a Facebook-like website, and mobile application where you can share intelligence back and forth with folks. So is there anything else you'd like to say uh, before you check out of here and I throw you out onto the street?
0: <laughs> um, well, maybe we should do it just this way. Uh, first of all, in, in light of being completely honest, you know, and now your audience should know, I'm not your father. (laughs) You did this morning give me $10. (laughs) You bought me some beer. (laughs) You forced me to sit in your cellar and say stupid shit. Now, if you could,
1: bring me back to the homeless shelter. (laughs) And I'm never doing this again. I learned it. you know where I learned this I actually because I stole this business model from Howard Stern that's what he, is, he? in fact, the guy sitting next to me <laughs> no, no, not only is he a homeless alcoholic no,
0: no, I'm not a, I'm a, and I'm not an Asian one-eyed dwarf either no you know
1: I, was gonna, I was gonna say he's not only a homeless alcoholic, I have him sitting about three feet in front of me closer to the camera because he is a dwarf. <laughs> Look, so after this, we're going to do an after-hours show where I lock him in a trunk being and leave him out in downtown D.C. and see if any politicians stop to save him.
0: Being three foot ten inches tall and a police officer in New Haven, I did have many
1: challenges. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and a wonderful Black Friday where you bought a bunch of useless shit that you didn't need, folks, because that's America. That's freedom. That is What freedom is all about. Just so you know what
0: a progressive town does, I was in the center of um, Frederick (laughs) uh, at 11 o'clock this morning and I pulled up to a parking meter and they have all the parking meter. Slots where you throw the quarters in with green stickers on them saying "Free today, Frosty Friday." They don't call it Black Friday in now uh, progressive town. Frosty Friday. I never heard of that at all. I thought I was going to get like a drink or some shit. Frosty Friday. Every parking meter. Frosty Friday. Free today. What the hell, is Frosty Friday? Have you uh, ever heard of no Frosty idea. Friday? No. These are words that these these are words that are being made up. I guess you can't say the word Black Friday in Frederick, Maryland. We'll
1: call it Frosty Friday, even though it's fucking 58 degrees. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> no, well, I'm glad you brought up progressives, though, because the last few shows, and we're going to pick this back up tomorrow, folks, we're covering the progressive era from 1890s to the early 1920s, specifically the wonderful eugenesis that grew out of the progressive movement, the economists of that time, focused on sterilizing and killing individuals in this country who they believe to be unfit and unemployable. Of course, we've showed you how they orchestrated unemployment when they created the minimum wage to drive people that they deemed to be unfit out of the workforce. And then that gentleman we were reviewing, Professor Tausig out of Harvard University, who gave the speech and said... Well, we can't chloroform all these people right now, so we'll stick them in asylums and forcibly sterilize them. Wow. So We'll pick that back up tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. I am Dustin Gold. You are listening to The Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv. gold we'll to the homeless shelter. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world hmm. built to keep us under control in order to change a human being you listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on TV. Join the discussion at TV slash gold.